0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling, because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. For me after well about 22 years about performing my peers and sales results, well it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to build relationships and see what's below the surface of other people that are preventing them from building meaningful and lasting relationships. So I am super excited to introduce Nathan Patterson. Now, Nathan is a dating coach who specializes in helping busy professionals hack modern dating so they can find lasting love. He spent a lot of time in corporate America, and much of that time was as a territory sales manager for different auto parts retailers selling business to business. But during his time as a sales leader, Nathan discovered that so many people are lonely and are caught up in the trap of having difficult dating experiences. And he believes that dating doesn't have to be a painful experience, and he loves helping busy professionals succeed in finding lasting love. Well, welcome, Nathan. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Wendy, it's great to be with you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I got to tell you, I just love that you're helping people find love, right? Create those lasting, <laughs> fulfilling relationships. I, I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Now, top of mind question for me always is, what the heck was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start a dating coaching practice when your career path was obviously very successful in corporate world?
1: Well, it's it's a combination of things. So like number one, I got in the sales originally just because I love to help people, right? And through the years I've had, you know, friends and family, I always kind of come to me for some type of like relationship type advice, if you will. And um, also, when I was younger and had a tough time dating myself, I was actually super inspired by some, you know, dating coaches that were on YouTube back in, you know, that time that would have been like maybe 2010, 2012. And um, that inspired me to start going down the path you know, that path in general, if you will. So it's that combination. And then um lastly, you know, hopefully the freedom that uh coaching provides where, hey, you know, I can obviously do this from my home and stuff like that. And, you know, be your own boss rather than having to listen to another. So
0: mm-hmm. right, a lot of yeah. different things. Exactly. Well, I love the fact that, you, you know, kind of merge the two. You're obviously a deep desire to support people, you know, helping them. That's what sales is really, you know, through your uh, perspective was all about. And then it sounded like other people were saying, Hey, uh, Nathan, can you give me some advice about, you know, some dating experience they were having or challenge and, and uh, the light bulb went on. And it sounds like you have passion in and knowledge, expertise, and obviously taking a whole lot of courage and getting yourself out there as this uh, dating coach. So I, uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. So, um, how long have you been a, a dating coach and has your focus or your vision or your mission evolved during that time?
1: Uh Well, it's had to. So um, most business coaches out there, you know, that are advising other coaches tell you that you got to niche down a lot. And it is it is really good advice. But um, how that changes when I first got into this, I wanted to do financial and dating coaching. And I was just kind of there to help everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, which, from what I hear, is this classic coach's mistake. And I really had to wrestle with, you know, do I drop the dating side? Do I drop the financial side? And then, you know, once I get into that, do I cater to women or men or do I cater to this market or that? You know what I mean? So um, those pieces, um, you know, if you were to scroll back through my Facebook or something like that, those pieces have kind of changed a lot in those last two years. But I think I'm starting to really settle into um, that niche of the, the busy professional that just finds it tough to, you know, navigate modern dating because it is, um, it is very complicated. So.
0: Yeah. Complicated and time consuming. And like you said, if they're busy, that's time is not on their side. So yeah, I love how, okay. I know that I can support so many people in so many different ways, but there's only one of me. And so niching down into that specific, um, you know realm of that busy professional where you can really bring that value to you know to their life, so yeah, I love that. well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way besides narrowing down and focusing onto this specific area of support
1: yeah absolutely um there's there's been a lot of roadblocks um and it's I started the business um while still working in that auto parts world and so it's it's very a very weird thing like when you make a youtube channel and clients who've been calling on for two years like get wind of it and watch it and and almost kind of laugh at you they're like you know you're you're my parts guy why are you you know telling telling people about how to you know relationship and dating advice and all this so there's definitely like some massive um you know um embarrassment parts to it Um, And then, you know, I haven't had, I've only had one client really not get the result and that, that I had to disconnect from, but that was part of the learning experience too, where what I learned is you also have to take on clients that can, that can do it. You know, you have to coach people who are coachable. If you will, mm-hmm. um. So one of my initial mistakes is I, I took on a gentleman that just he was not teachable. His his mindset wasn't unfortunately just wasn't gonna get to where we both wanted to go, and you know we had to part ways, and and that was fine. But just uh yeah, definitely a lot to learn as well, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. Different different ideas of expectations, and uh, I think you're gonna just probably have a magic wand or something. They don't have to do any work, right? That's not going to (laughs) work. So yeah, uh, I love that. So in, you know, in that transitional phase where you were still working in corporate and starting, you know, launching your, your coaching career. So how did you really own this new, like I call it zone of genius, right? Uh, and it's not, it wasn't new. How did you own the fact that this is me and this is what I'm doing now. And it's going to be, you know, my next step. And I'm proud of that versus, feeling that embarrassment and that, Oh my gosh, you know, here's a guy that just bought an exhaust manifold from me. And he's, you know, saying what the heck dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you share maybe a tip or a technique that you did to embrace and really lean into this, this transition into being a coach?
1: Yeah. Well, um just using that. Um, if you've ever heard of it, that be, do, have concepts, you know, instead of just sitting back and, saying, well, if I go out and get this many followers or this, then I'm finally made it. And um, I really just had to wake up and come to terms with the fact that, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm an expert at, you know, uh, helping people navigate the dating scene and actually getting it to work. And there's, there's no shame in it. You know, I, I my first real big piece of being an entrepreneur was um, getting a, Uh, rental property a few years ago too and you know nobody blinks an eye when I tell them that oh yeah I'm a landlord outside of work or whatever but (laughs) when they tell them that you're a dating coach they're like what you know Um, so I just had to wake up to that reality of like hey it's okay you know somebody wants to giggle at it or whatever It's like, Hey, you know, you, you might laugh at it, but the thing is, is there's a massive need and a lot of people that just need that help. So I'm going to go help
0: (laughs) Right, a lot of people in pain. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Just embrace it, claim it and know that, you know, this is, this is much needed work to do. So, yeah. And Nathan, you're obviously an expert at helping those busy professionals, you know, navigate the dating scene, modern dating. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even imagine Thankfully, I'm married and I don't have to be doing that, but not only navigating it, but, you know, finding that lasting love and meaningful relationships. So you're an expert at that. But through my perspective here, how do you feel about the client enrollment or the, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a this is a different skill set. But I know you do have a very solid background in corporate sales, but this is completely different type of a business. So do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful coaching practice?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, That's, that's absolutely one of the biggest hurdles is just um, that, that process of finding maybe where it is they hang out online or whatever it is, like whatever, I, I do have a gap in Getting more people onto you know free consultation calls with me to tell them you know the value that I bring and how I do it um, stuff like that so that's a big gap and and I would attribute that I think to you know sales and marketing are very much you know they're very very similar things in a lot mm-hmm. of ways but I think that they're also very different so while you know in the sales career in corporate America. You know, I've gone out and closed deals that were thirty grand and fifty grand and stuff like that, which fraud automotive is, is very—you know—that doesn't happen every day. Um, but
0: this it's very,
1: different. yeah, yeah, it's very, very different to go attract clients online and and get them to the point where hey, they're hopping on a video chat. Let's get to talk about how you can help them, and that—that that is a gap for me for sure.
0: Right, right. Yeah, no, totally understandable. And the online world presents its own unique challenges, uh, just simply because people have a safe zone and they can easily, you know, like tune out or something if you're presenting a nice Facebook Live or some great content, you know, and who knows what they, you know, they had to step up you know, when you made your offer to connect with them on a consultation call or something. So, so online has its own challenges, but I'd love to provide you with a little bit of insight that will hopefully move the needle for you.
1: Yeah, of course, I'll take it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, so this is the thing, you know, you have done a a great job of identifying already, uh, you know, a situation with your potential client that is working against them, right? Time, they're busy. And so when we're attracting our potential clients, the most important thing to do is speak their language in terms of where they're currently feeling just the most frustrations or challenges or fears you know, each of those has a different energy set, you know, fear is really one of the biggest energy, you know, fields there is the fear because it's primal. And so if you create some free content that solves some, you know, fear, that your potential client is struggling with, you know, the fear of rejection or the fear of, you know, I don't have enough time to follow up and, you know, who am I going to end up with across the table? It's, you know, there are a lot of fears involved in in dating, right? And the main main thing is that they want to, like you said, hack it, you know, cut to the chase. I want something that's quick and easy and works um, in supporting me to find that meaningful love. So, what i'm what i'm getting at here is when you utilize the the language the speak the the normal words that your ideal potential client uses to talk about their fears around dating and you offer a solution to one of those little things you know like peel back Line up all the different components, all the different things that go into successfully finding lasting relationships. And so, when you present a free content that is going to solve one of those top of mind challenges that your ideal potential client is struggling with, that really is your ideal potential client. They're a busy professional, you know. So that you're attracting not just anybody that's having a dating challenge, whether they're 18 years old or, you know, 85 years old, but you're speaking the language of this ideal potential client and addressing one of their top of mind challenges in a way that's going to be an easy fix. Mm -hmm. And it's very specific. Then, you know, you are, you have become the beacon in the storm. Your message is going to catch their attention, and then of course you need to find out where these people are hanging out, um, and that can be a variety of different things. Either doing a free talk to the corporation, or um, you know, putting your articles, your your free content that this um, download, this resource on LinkedIn, you know, versus Facebook, because LinkedIn is where those people tend to hang out. More mm. and, and those kinds of things. So it's always a matter of crafting the right message that solves the right problem based on who your ideal client is, but also putting it where they already hang out. So hopefully that provided some aha moments, some clarity, um, and uh, will move the needle for you as you're rethinking your marketing strategy or your messaging. Mainly, it's your messaging.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, it, uh, it certainly did for sure
0: yeah great great and you know i can't help but think about how the you know the pandemic was really a catalyst you know we're obviously we're we're well beyond the pandemic now thankfully um but it was really a catalyst for people either wanting out of a relationship let's face it <laughs> or feeling isolated and and craving relationships, you know, because of the social distancing. And then, you know, now it's really kind of a new norm, and it's birthed a whole different protocol, I'm guessing. So can you speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on on the work that you do?
1: Yeah, um, like many things in the world, it's just shifted everything to just more and more to that online environment. But then the tricky part of the online environment when it relates to dating is it's so easy for, you know, uh, people to not respond to a message, right. Or mm-hmm. to, you know, block somebody, you know, whatever that is. So it's, it, it's made it even more tricky as though it wasn't tricky before, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, right. back in 2019, you could still go out to maybe a, a concert or event or, or, you know, something and and meet somebody now, now there's less of that going on. I mean, thankfully, a lot of it's come back, but now it's shifted even more to online. And a a lot of people just don't know how to navigate it. And so you're left with more and more people, unfortunately, being lonely. And even in that dangerous mindset of, oh, well, I'm always going to be alone. I'm always going to be the cat lady, or, or, you know, whatever, um, whatever funny analogy you want to make, right?
0: yeah yeah it's definitely has surfaced a lot of fears and hesitations about even jumping into the whole process so yeah the work that you do is is just so tremendously valuable definitely and I uh, you know so I guess I would I'm sitting on the edge of my seat here you know can you maybe share a few more details and specifics about how you do work with those busy professionals who are you know they're sick and tired of dealing with the, the modern dating antics or hassles and you know they do want to finally discover lasting and loving relationships. So can you share with us a few more details about your philosophy or your approach?
1: Absolutely. Um I tell clients and and almost everybody that it's it's almost 80% mindset and then 20% um really tweaking it and the that other 20% is how you do things if that makes sense. So um, In that mindset, I I get people to wake up to realize that, hey, look, if you're mentally stable, financially stable, you're a premium dating prospect out there in the world. All right. And then once you get them to truly realize that, then when they do something, let's say send a message in a dating app, it's going to come through instead of being low value and from a place of like desperation or loneliness or, or not knowing how to do it. Um, And that's the beauty, too. As a side note, you know, I give them, of course, a lot of in-depth tools to evoke somebody to message you back. Right. And something Mm -hmm. like a dating app. But when when you message from that that place of of confidence and and abundance, um, it comes through just, um, you know, a lot more authentic and a lot more, um, you know, again, confident, maybe whatever you want to put it, but it just completely changes it around. So uh, a gap that I see, you know, the busy professional making is, you know, they're used to looking at their, their business life and their KPIs and all this, you know, on one way, but when it comes to like dating and relationships, they, they don't look at it that way. It's unclear. It's not targeted. You know, it's inauthentic and it's low value where when you, kind of and that switch goes off and they they say oh wow yeah you know um I can get women to respond to me in a dating app and you know they'll if I send them a few sentences they'll send me a few sentences like it just all turns around so mostly again going back to it it really is mindset right. and then obviously tweaking how you do things
0: yeah yeah no that makes a lot of sense to just come from that that um, you know, positioning of value versus desperation. That's huge. And okay. that's, you know, I like to call out blind spots. That's a real blind spot that people aren't aware of that. They're probably putting out there just because, you know, they are in this state of feeling lonely. So, yeah. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, the best way is to go to Patterson Coaching com. That's that's my actual website where, you know, um, you can, I believe that you can even text me right from there. But um, definitely it'll send me, at, least, at the very least, it'll send me an email right to my phone. And, you know, we could always schedule something. But also, if you Google Nate Patterson Dating Coach, a lot of different things should come up as well.
0: Okay, so that is did I get it right? Patterson Coaching W-N-Y? Yep.com. Okay. Wanna make sure I got that. And that's Patterson P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N. So Patterson Coaching W-N-Y dot com or uh Google Nate Patterson. All right. Perfect. And be sure to look in the show notes for those links. Well, Nathan, you've already shared so many golden nuggets here through our conversation. Uh, But if I could tap on you one last time, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe, you know, questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed?
1: Well, um, you know, I'll, I'll be very authentic with you and, and speaking to that person, letting them know, hey, it, it's something that, you know, it hits me a few times a week, maybe almost daily, um, you know, just because, again, like we talked about before, one of my bigger gaps is, you know, not as much inbound as I would love, right? Um, but I would tell them just just don't give up because the dream of where you want to be um, is is. Very. I don't want to say it's very attainable to make it sound easy because it's, it's not easy. You know, there's loads of people out there in internet land that'll tell you what entrepreneurship is actually very hard. But you know, as coaches, we we do want that dream of what you know being able to work from our house, not listening to uh, an unfair corporate boss. You know, whatever whatever that situation is, whatever it is that you went out there to try and solve for yourself and your clients. And I would just say, don't give up. I'm right in that trench with you. I'm on that same road. And, uh, but the thing is, is I know I'm, I'm going to get there, you know. Um, And it's, it's just in my personal journey is some, just a little bit of inspiration. You know, it wasn't very long ago, maybe seven years ago, that, um, you know, in, in one of my jobs, I was making right around 30 grand a year. Right. And even in corporate America, you know, just in a few years, that, that was almost tripled. Um, and I'm not saying that to brag at all, but just, I, I didn't even expect that, but I just kept climbing the ladder, kept going after that. And I think this whole entrepreneurship is, is very, very similar in that if I keep, you know, clawing and striving, um, that it will go in that direction and, and will be good, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It just keeps, you know, it takes keeping that foot going, one foot in front of the other. And so uh, the next day is a new day. And uh, all right, where are we going to make a difference today? So it it does come down to that step by step. So thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you sharing that inspiration and that, you know, that nugget of wisdom, definitely. So and, you know, Nathan, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your leadership role within corporate America to this impactful work you're now doing as a dating coach. Really helping those busy professionals hack modern dating so that they can find lasting love and, you know, step out of loneliness and up level, you know, their their life. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. And uh, again, for our listeners, you can find Nathan Patterson through his website and that's Patterson Coaching WNY dot com or google him uh Nate Patterson dating coach all right, well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients' decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying. Yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Nathan Patterson. And as always, here's to your success.